I'm a covenant man Living in the riches of my Lord and King I'm a covenant man Committed to him in everything I do believe he'll come again And I know one thing I'm gonna do till then Is learn to live in the blessing of Abraham The Lord told me how he wants me to be To abide in Hello everybody, I'm David Weeder, and welcome to the Covenant Living Broadcast. Glory to God. This week we are going to continue our study into the Spirit of Power, the Spirit of God Himself, the Holy Ghost. And I am so excited to be with you. Last time, last week's broadcast, we talked about the creation of of the universe and the in the intelligence of the Holy Spirit in planning out everything measuring the span of the heavens I mean measuring the heavens with the span of his hand the amplified classic version says a nine-inch span glory to God and then calculating the earth all of the dirt the rocks everything with a a, a speck of dust. You can't even weigh a speck of dust, but he did in his hand, measured all the mountains in a balance. And then he took a drop of water in the palm of his hand and calculated everything that had to do with water on the planet. Well, last, between, you know, these aren't recorded necessarily, you know, on the same day and all that kind of stuff. Well, between last week's broadcast and this week's broadcast, my family had an opportunity to get away for a few days, glory to God, went to Colorado, had some wonderful, magnificent family time together, spent a lot of time outdoors, which is, is something that we enjoy very, very much. And the whole time that we were up there, this was just rolling around inside my spirit, and the Holy Ghost was stirring things up inside of me. Well, the very first day that I was there, I'm just driving down the street, and I look up to the side, and I see this on the hillside. Yes, that is a magnificent uh, cow moose walking along there. And just all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit quickened it inside of me. Everything that makes that moose work, from the hair follicles, the pigment in the hair, the joints, the ligaments, the muscles, the cells, the skin, the the digestive system, the organs, everything that it takes to make that moose do what she does, the reproductive system, the every digestion. But not only for that moose, but every living creature on the planet, down to the cellular and subcellular atomic levels, was created, planned out, calculated, by the Holy Spirit. It's just, yeah, you just have to say it in tongues. <laughs> anyway, then we had an opportunity to go hiking, which is something we dearly enjoy doing. So we went up, we hiked up to this one waterfall that, I, that we like. And um, it's been a cool year up there. So the, the, the snow melt in the mountains was, has been late. And there was a lot of snow this year, so it was a massive snow melt. And so 
here's some, here's some pictures of some waterfalls, some creeks, and you can see, man, that water is moving. There's a lot of velocity or speed to it. There's a lot of force behind it. And I mean, you know, there's water, there's two different waterfalls here. There's a, a couple different creeks. And I tell you what, you know, I didn't even get a picture of the main river. Uh, you know, there is a main river up there that my kids like to tube down during the summer, kind of float down. And the maximum safe flow rate for that river is 700 cubic feet per second flow. Well, while we were up there, it was 2,200 cubic feet per second flow. So it was over three times the maximum safe flow rate to be able to be allowed to, to tube that river. And so, I mean, we've got a massive amount of water changing locations every second in these rivers, the waterfalls, and it's every time I'm seeing something, every time I'm seeing something, the, the Holy Spirit's just reminding me of, of His calculations. And then, I mean, check out these views. I mean, all, I mean, massive valley views. Look at those mountains, glory to God. And then think of this. Now, the, the, every waterfall that you just seen, the rivers, the, 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 the scenes of the valleys, the farthest possible view that you can see in those valleys is a mere fraction of a fraction of just this planet, let alone all the other planets. Glory to God. That's how massive we're talking about. It just impacted me so. And then we're hiking back down the mountain and I'm passing you know, trees and everything like that. And the Holy Spirit just quickened it to me. So I stopped and I took this little picture of this little pine bough. And uh, see, there you see the, see the needles there and it's just wonderful little detail there. The chlorophyll, like, think about that. Think about every leaf, every needle on the planet, the subcellular activities, the chemical reactions of chlorophyll, the, the, the oxygen exchange with carbon dioxide and the oxygen production from the exchange of carbon dioxide and the water absorption and the nutrients and the minerals they exchange through these plants. All of it. All of it done by the Holy Spirit of power. Glory to God. Now, all of that is just outstanding. You can't even wrap your mind around it. But the thing that he really brought to my attention on this trip, and I just walked around, but I just kind of, I just walked around kind of shaking my head this whole trip. Okay, it's one thing to have the intelligence and wisdom to plan things out from planetary movements in solar systems down to the subatomic microscopic level of plant operation. All right, that's one thing, to plan that out all, how that's all going to work and, and interact with each other. Okay. But then over here, we've got the power that he exploded into being, causing the universe to create and expand and still continue to this day at 186,000 miles a second. A second. So that, so that after... Just one day, after just one day of this, there were six 
15 billion, 70 million, 400,000 miles of universe. Okay, so that's one thing. You got the power to do that. The, the absolute raw power released to cause that to happen. And then you've got the, the planning over here. But put those things together, my brother and sister. For that kind of raw power to be released in such a manner that as it is progressing at 186,000 miles per second, it is creating planetary systems down to the subatomic level of finite detail at 186,000 miles a second. That is the controlled, Christ didn't help me. That is the raw, explosively controlled, planned out power that's available to design, operate, run your life from birth to physical death on this planet. Glory to God. Wow. Now, we have to learn. He's not going to force it on us. No, 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 no. The Bible calls the Holy Spirit the Spirit of grace. He's a gentleman. He's not going to force anything on you. So you have to learn how to receive it, how to walk in it, how to flow with it, how to yield to it, and how to use it in authority and power as He ministers it through you. Glory to God. That's what these broadcasts are about. Now, the first broadcast, man, we covered some basic, basic, basics. I mean, you know, from somebody that didn't even know that the Holy Spirit was a who and not a what. We covered that. He is a who. He's not a what. He is the Spirit of the living God. We went through the fact that there's God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. So we, we laid some very basic groundwork on that first one. Now the second one, we got a little bit deeper. We talked about the, you know, the explosive power of the Holy Spirit, and we talked about the intelligence and the planning ability and the, this, the incalculable <laughs> the incalculable intelligence and wisdom of the Holy Spirit. And we talked about, we, we introduced the topic of Jesus' ministry on this earth. And we want to we go further into that today because Jesus is our example. You know, we want to do what Jesus did. And we want to find out how He did what He did so we know how to do what He did to get the results that He did. You remember that, you know, it's been years ago now, they started out with the what would Jesus do? And they had bracelets and hats and uh, glasses and coffee mugs and everything else with it on. Well, that's, um, that's, everybody knows we should be doing what Jesus did. We should want to do what Jesus does. And so let's look at Jesus' life and ministry. We touched briefly uh, and looked at the beginning of his ministry uh, in Matthew chapter 3. So let's go ahead and look back there at that. Matthew chapter 3 
And uh, basically, you know, you, you, this is the account of Jesus being baptized in water by John. But he's not just baptized in water. Uh, you'll read down through here. He goes to John and, and you know, talk to John about being baptized. And John's, John forbid him, saying him, I have need to be baptized of thee, and comest thou to me? And, uh, you know, Jesus said, hey, you know, suffer it to be so now. For thus it becomes us to fulfill all righteousness. And so Jesus, uh, when he was baptized, John baptized him. And Jesus, when he was baptized, uh, went up straightway out of the water. Okay, so the water baptism is over. He's out of the water. That's done. It's over. And lo, the heavens were opened unto him. And lo, uh, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. And lo, a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. And we looked last time at the fact that he was 30 years old when this took place. Now, 29 years old, he was just as much the Son of the living God at 29 years old as he was at 30 when he was baptized, but he never did one miracle. Now, he lived by faith all the days of his life. Don't get me wrong. But he never did one miracle. Let's, let's put it this way. There was not a manifestation of power producing a miracle in the earthly realm until he was baptized with the Holy Ghost coming upon him. That's the beginning. As a matter of fact, he went... He went, you keep reading. He went from there up into the wilderness where he was tempted. And then he says that he then moved to Capernaum and, and established his ministry in Capernaum. So this was really the beginning of his ministry was this, the Holy Ghost coming upon him because he had to have this power to go about teaching, preaching, and healing. As a matter of fact, we'll see. Matter of fact, he had to have this power because you'll see in Acts chapter 10, this, it describes this event. Go, go over to Acts chapter 10. We'll see this real quick. Acts chapter 10 and uh, let's see. Let's start in verse 34. Then Peter opened his mouth and said, Of a truth, I perceive that God is no respecter of persons, but in every nation he that feareth him and worketh righteousness is accepted with him. The word which God sent unto the children of Israel, preaching peace, glory to God, by Jesus Christ, He is Lord of all. That word, I say, you know, which was published throughout all Judea and began from Galilee after the baptism which John preached. We just read that. How? Now this is the word. This is the word that was preached beginning at the time the Holy Ghost came upon Jesus. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. Remember that phrase. Who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil for God was with him. Now, we know from the Gospels what Jesus did. It says he went about teaching, preaching, and healing. 
That's the doing good, teaching and preaching and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. But none of it happened until he was anointed with the Holy Ghost and power. Okay? You got that? Jesus is our example. His ministry was and is a ministry of power and a ministry of excellence. And so he's our example uh, as we go through this and as we're studying that, we want to keep that in mind. The Holy Spirit was an intricate part. Well, he had no ministry before the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Why? Why was that? He was the Son of God. People say, well, you know, Jesus could do anything. He was, the, he, was, he was Jesus. He was the Son of God. Yeah, but over in Philippians, you'll see if you read that when he, when the Word became flesh and dwelt among men in, in Bethlehem, when He took upon Himself flesh, that He divested Himself of His divine attributes and became, as the Word says, as a mere man. Okay? And so we're going to see actually right now, He could do. Well, go over to John chapter 5. We're going to see this. He divested himself, the word says, of... Yes, sir. You know, I just work here. We don't always follow the outline. Let's look. Let us look over in Philippians. And chapter 2, verse 5, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon himself the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. Now, you look back in some other trans translations, look at the Weymouth translation, the Amplified Classic translation, look in the, the, in the original Greek, and it, it says he divested himself of his divine attributes and became, it, the King James says, in the likeness of men, became as a mere man. And that is why it was essential. He was like any other, he ministered like any other person, prophet of the day on this earth. So he had to have the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, to be able to minister to people. So go with me over, uh, and we'll, we'll look at this in the life and ministry of Jesus. Look in John chapter 5 with me. John chapter 5 and verse 19. Then answered Jesus and said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, the Son can do nothing of Himself but what He sees the Father do. For what things soever He does, these also does the Son likewise. Now I want to point out something exceedingly crucial to you. He said, He did not say, the Son will do nothing of Himself. That's not what He said. He said the Son can do nothing of himself. Oh, but David, like I said before, he's Jesus. He can do anything. Not according to what he said. He's the one. This is Jesus speaking. Red words. I can do nothing of myself. Now, 
Go on over to uh, chapter 8. John chapter 8. And look. Let's see. John chapter 8. Yeah, verse 28. John chapter 8, verse 28. Then said Jesus unto them, so this is Jesus talking again. When you have lifted up the Son of Man, then shall you know that I am He, and that I do nothing of myself, but as my Father hath taught me, I speak these things. Now go on over to uh, chapter 14, John chapter 14. And look down at verse 10. Believe thou not that I am in the Father and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me, he does the works. And in the same chapter over in verse 24, he that loveth me, not keepeth not my sayings and the word which you hear is not mine but the father's which sent me so you put all those verses together and we've got actions and we've got words and basically jesus is saying look i only say what i hear my father say and I only do what I see my Father do. My Father says it to me, and I speak it out. I see my Father do it, and I act it out. And then the Father within me, the Holy Spirit, releases the wisdom and the power to bring it to pass in front of our very eyes. Bring it in. To manifestation. Now, we see this in what we studied in creation. Now, the rabbis, I've got to wrap this up, but really quick, the rabbis, man, theologians, are you kidding me? Study the Word of God and they have and talk about the law of first mention. Now, the law of first mention is, as you're studying through the Word from the beginning toward in, in, into and throughout the Word, wherever you see a principle discussed for the first time, you can apply the principles in that setting throughout the Word anytime that subject is brought up. The reason I want to talk about the, the law of first mention is because this, this process is illustrated in Genesis 1, we looked at it last year, last week. Now that you see this process, the Father speaking to the Son, the Son hearing the Father, declaring it, the Holy Ghost in me, He does the works. Now you can see and get a better grasp of what happened in creation because all three of them were involved. Remember, when you look down through and you get to where the creation of man, they said, let us make man in our image. Okay, this was... God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, working together to create everything, to create our existence. And so what happened was God stepped to the edge of time 
and space. And the Holy Ghost was moving upon the face of the deep waters of the earth. He wasn't doing anything yet. He was waiting to hear, but he was moving. He was moving. He was moving. And God said to Jesus, Light be. Jesus heard the Father. He turned around. He said, Light be. And the Holy Ghost created it all. Just exploded with raw, controlled, planned in detail power. And it all began expanding at 186,000 miles per second. Glory to God. That, I believe, I believe some of you caught a glimpse of. It's so hard to get our minds around. They have to be revealed by the Spirit. And I know, I know in my spirit, I know in my spirit, someone got it. You grabbed a hold of it. You saw it. This is the mechanism of action in Jesus' ministry. That's why it was a ministry, and it is still a ministry of power, a ministry of results, because the Holy Spirit knows what it takes and has the power to enforce it. And so that's what we're going to look at next week. We're going to get into more detail about seeing this in operation in Jesus' ministry and then how does that affect us. So until then, go back over, review, look at your notes, keep these things stirred up because it is the Holy Spirit that is the spirit of, of, of wisdom and revelation. And He is the spirit of power. And we're going to talk about it more next week. Until then, bless God, I love you. And God Himself loves you. He is always for you and never against you. And Jesus is Lord. Thank you, partners and friends, for helping making these broadcasts possible. Subscribe to all our social media accounts on YouTube, Instagram, and iTunes for more teachings by David Weeder Ministries. Contact us at info at WeederMinistries.org to send praise reports, request prayer, or for more information about our ministry and how to become a partner.